Aries coming to you with a new message today on narcissism. We'll be talking about narcissistic abuse, specifically in my situation. I am a survivor of a narcissistic parent, which was my mother. Today I want to talk about, basically, it's a choice. When you realize that you have been basically abused by a narcissist and you become aware of everything you're left with a choice you can either completely go no contact and cut them off completely and move on with your life or you can continue to be tormented by a narcissist now this is just going to be from my experience I am not a licensed professional just yet And I'm just going to speak on you from experience that I have went through and where I'm at currently. So I've recently, um, as of this year, found out that my mother is a narcissist. And from all the information that I've gathered, it seems that my mother is more on the covert side of narcissism. It's kind of like a... um, I compare it as to like a Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde type of situation so it's like some people see her a certain way and then the people who live with her see her a different way and it's two totally different opposite things now when I say you can do no contact versus torment by the narcissist when I say torment it's because this is what I experienced being abused by a narcissist This was the first narcissist that I was abused by in my life. And it literally felt like torment. The definition of torment is to cause severe mental or physical suffering. And a lot of things that I've researched, it kind of made it seem like, um, or just, you know, research and talking to people. It was kind of something that people, I guess, to try to not water it down, but I guess they were trying to understand. They would say, well, maybe they just don't know how they're doing and what they're doing affects you. I can say specifically for my mother that she was very aware of what she did. She was very strategic in what she would do and it showed every time. Um, I don't believe a narcissist is unaware of what they're doing or how it makes someone else feel. I feel like they thrive on that. They like what they do and how it makes someone else feels. They know what they're doing. Again, torment is to cause severe mental or physical suffering. My mother made sure on a daily basis to start arguments with me. Arguments that started from maybe the simplest of conversations Sometimes I wasn't even having a conversation with her. I could be talking to other people, whatever the case may be. But these arguments always were like, it's like going in a whirlwind. You don't know what's happening. You don't even know how you got to the argument. You don't know why you're even arguing. All you know is that the narcissist is blaming you for the argument that they started. They're blaming you for your reaction to the argument that they started. And they're blaming you in front of other people. A lot of the 
narcissistic abuse that I suffered through was witnessed by my younger siblings or my entire family in that household. I was constantly put on this humiliation, torment, and belittling stage that I never wanted to be on. Because, you know, I think it's safe to say that nobody wants to be tormented. Even the word torment, it just, it sounds so evil. It sounds so insidious. It sounds so, it sounds intentional. And that's what I'm getting at. A narcissist will never stop trying to intentionally torment you. They will never stop trying to intentionally cause you severe mental or physical suffering. This is how they get their supply. Now, when it comes to the narcissistic abuse, I went through this throughout my entire childhood. Um, I went throughout my entire teenage years. Even when I had graduated high school, the first thing I did was move out as soon as I could. But there was times and situations that happened that I had to go back. And every time it seemed that I would go back, I was tormented. And it's like, when I would leave, it placed me in a area of low contact. And it felt like, you know, it's like when you're not around something directly, it kind of makes you feel like it's not as bad or that things can go back to normal, even though they were never really normal. And so... I was always made to believe that whatever issues were going on with my mother and I were my fault. Everything down to every argument that happened on a daily basis, down to the yelling, the screaming, the manipulating. And when my mother wouldn't get her way, then it would be even worse. I was the scapegoat. I was the, let's just say, if there was a picture of a trash can... I was my mother's trash can, and everything she didn't want or didn't like about herself, she would throw onto me and project onto me and really made me out to be this horrible person and at the same time would go around smearing my name. Um, When I was younger, this would happen when I was in the room that she would be on the phone with relatives or friends or whoever she could really get on the call with and just talk about me as if I was not even there or not even her child. And then when I got older and moved out, I would hear from other relatives that my mother was talking about me or saying stuff about me. To currently, this year when I officially started No Contact a few months ago, My mother tried to reach out to someone that I was close to here and, again, tried to torment me the best way she could. And because she couldn't have direct contact with me at that point because I wasn't speaking to her, once I started getting healing and started therapy and started to realize just what narcissism was, I just held off on talking to her because... It, it's so difficult to try to have a relationship with someone that you know is abusing you once you figure it out. It's so difficult. No matter what anybody tries to tell you, it's hard. It's hard to see that person in the same light that you were trying to believe that they were in, even though it was right in front of you, especially when a narcissist is your parent. 
I honestly believe that dealing with a narcissistic parent, I don't want to say that any form of abuse is worse than the other, but it's very hard to go no contact when the narcissist is your parent versus if it's a significant other or a friend because so many things will try to push you towards getting back and being in contact with your parent because we live in a society that with normal people you're always supposed to be connected to your family and you're always supposed to be able to go back to your family and work things out and I found it so funny to me that throughout throughout all of the videos and the knowledge that I've been getting on narcissism that they would always push no contact because they would they would basically be saying that a narcissist won't change. This is who they are. They were a narcissist before you. They will probably be a narcissist after you. But when it comes back to a narcissist being your family, a close family member, a parent, um, a sibling, whoever, it's like, it's almost as if you're supposed to ration the abuse. It's almost as if you're supposed to take the abuse, but in small dosages. And it's like, that's how it felt every time I would try to go not go no contact, but explain why I was no contact with my mother. You know, you get hit with the, well, that's your mother, or you get hit with, well, you're a family, and you're going to have to learn how to get along someday, somehow. And I feel like with narcissistic abuse from a parent-to-child perspective, it's so poisonous, it's so dangerous, and that no contact is what you're going to have to do for me in my in my situation i'm not telling anyone else how to live their life but i will never i would never be an advocate for someone to be in contact with a narcissist i am against any form of abuse and i felt that it should not have to be tolerated torment by someone who specifically picks you out and chooses to torment you because torment is a choice. Someone who chooses to torment you instead of loving you. Someone who chooses to torment you instead of being there for you. Someone who chooses to torment you instead of empathizing with you or trying to help you grow and be the better person that you that you can be. They choose torment. So why would you choose to have that as a part of your life? knowing that they're destructive and that they will destroy you by any means necessary at any cost. The abuse I suffered, it was so ingrained in me that for so long I didn't even know that I was still going through the motion of isolation. I was still going through the motion of all the anxiety and all of the hurt that I had received and just allowing other people to abuse me as well because my parent was the first person to do so. And if you set yourself up to allow a parent to abuse you, you are literally setting yourself up to allow any other person, especially a narcissist, to abuse you and take advantage of you, to use you, manipulate you, and control you. Certain things that you're first taught in the household, I feel like it can go either way. 
good or bad, you are taught things. Good or bad, you are shown things. Good or bad, however your childhood went is basically how you're going to carry that out into adulthood. And if you're not careful, you will literally be taking poison, even if it's in small amounts, even if you're taking abuse in small amounts, taking the torment um, in small amounts, or just trying to have a phone conversation with that person until it gets to a point where it's just like, okay, well, you know what? My kids are doing such and such and I have to go, or I'm busy with such and such, I have to go, or you have to make up some type of excuse to get away from them. If the abuse is that bad, why would you subject yourself to that? To giving people access to you that literally want to torment you. Any other form of abuse by any other abuser as a society, we're so quick to say, yeah, remove them from your life, stay far away from them, don't ever contact them, and move on. But why can't we say that about our parents? I'm not talking about parents who are in their right mind. I'm not talking about loving parents. I'm not talking about parents who want to see their child do better than them. I'm, not ch- I'm talking about parents who actually encourage their children I'm not talking about parents who actually try to do what's best for their kids. I'm talking about parents who manipulate their kids to control them, to control their finances, to control who they're around, who isolate them from people who love and care about them, just so they can have everything fit a picture of how they want to project to others. A narcissist is nothing but a fake personality. They disguise themselves as good, wholesome people. They disguise themselves as people who are loving, people who are giving, people who are genuine, people who go to church. You know, the list goes on. But the reality is, under all of the facades and the fakeness, this is a person who chooses to torment people, who chooses to destroy people at any means necessary, who chooses to be a poison in someone's life rather than a blessing. A narcissist does not love their children. A narcissist will use their children until there is nothing left and at the same time go and smear their name and talk bad about them. I find it so heartbreaking when you realize that there's people in this world that will literally go and talk about their kids like dogs all because their children don't give in to their narcissistic ways. They don't, be, they don't give in to the manipulation and they don't give in to that control. I'm not talking about how a parent tries to guide their child in a way to go. I'm talking about trying to control what they do on every aspect to a point where it's suffocating a child and they cannot be themselves. They cannot think for themselves. They cannot do anything themselves because that parent has created someone who will always be codependent on them so they can always have a supply from them. That is so demonic in my eyes. When we talk about God and we talk about being Christian and the fruits of the spirit a narcissist is none of the fruits of the spirit if you really think about who they really are i'm not talking about the fake person that they try to be in front of other people i'm talking about who they really are when they're having that narcissistic rage 
when they're giving you those demonic stares, when they have that smirk on their face, when they're trying to get you to beg and apologize for something you're not even guilty of, when they write you off as a certain person that you never were, when they scream to everybody else that something's wrong with you and that you're the problem. But all the while, you're just a scapegoat. It's crazy to think that people will still try to get you to be in contact with someone that crazy, right? But they don't know that side of them. Or maybe they only know a portion of that side of them. What I'm trying to get at here is that you have to get into a place where in your mind, in your thinking, realize what is helping you what is healthy for you, and what is going to push you forward to being a better you. If any person, place, or thing that's in your environment completely goes against that, why have them a part of your life? Are you literally keeping people in your life because of a title that they hold in your life? Are you literally keeping people in your life because other people tell you to keep them in your life when those same people have no idea the monster that is trying to torment you on a daily basis? When it comes to no contact versus being tormented by a narcissist, you will have to silence the voice of the narcissist that has been ingrained in your head for so long. You will have to silence all the doubts all the worries, and you'll have to silence the voices of others who have never walked a mile in your shoes. Because to any person who has never dealt with narcissistic abuse, they will never understand what you've went through. And that's okay. They're not supposed to. This is for you. This is for people who have gone through that abuse and who want to understand that abuse. This is not for people who just want to give you a band-aid to a problem that's literally poisoning your blood supply. When it came to the narcissistic abuse that I suffered through, it was affecting my health. My weight was all over the place for so long. It was so hard to gain weight, but it was so easy for me to lose it. I never had an appetite when I would be living with my mother or just being around my mother When I would even just talk to her on the phone, the anxiety would be just through the roof. The walking on eggshells was an understatement. I literally, when I was living there, the last time I was living there, I had became just a person who was isolate themselves to my room. If my mother would start up and start, you know how narcissists do, the gaslighting and the, the comments and all the other stuff. Whenever my mom would get started, I would just let her say whatever she wanted to say, do whatever I had to do in the kitchen or wherever I was at, and then proceed to go to my room or to leave the house. But it literally got to the point where I was just being as quiet as possible to not have to worry about the risk of being um, thrown out. I was literally labeled a ticking time bomb and 
everyone in my family and my immediate family would act like there was something wrong with me and that there was only a moment of time before I would explode. Truth be told, I was a taking time bomb because of the abuse that I went through for so many years. The mental abuse, the emotional abuse, the physical abuse, the verbal abuse. Not knowing when that abuse would happen, on what level, to what capacity, to also being humiliated while the abuse was happening or right after the abuse happened, to the smear campaign, the blame shifting, all of those things constantly being a what if created me to be a taking time bomb and the way of not knowing how to act or react around people in my household. To everyone else, I would be fine. I was very quiet, but I never got into any type of arguments. I never really got into any type of altercations. I was never violent. None of those things. But for some reason, when I would go and be at home, I was just labeled off as these horrible things. Even to the point where my mother would speak word curses over me and would literally take me out by the arm and force me to listen to her and say, I can't wait till you have children so you can see how it is to have kids like you. And it's just like so many things that my mother would say over me that were really word curses. Who curses their own children? Who destroys their own child's character to other people? Who destroys how they how a child sees themselves? My mother was a narcissist who chose her, what I called favorites. Out of four children, she treated two like they were royalty, and the other two were basically like Cinderella. My older brother and I, we had a hard life. We were so sheltered, and I remembered that a lot of people who knew my mom would say that, you know what? You're sheltered because your mother went through some things as a kid and she doesn't want you to go through that. The older I got, the more I realized that that was just a bunch of mess. That was a bunch of lies. We were sheltered and isolated because we were her supply. Meanwhile, we were also horribly, horribly treated. We never got to go anywhere. We never got to do anything. We were just isolated and forced to deal with the abuse. This is why I say children who have narcissistic parents suffer at a horrible, horrible and dangerous level. They suffer so much abuse because it's not like they can just walk out. Especially when your parent is going and smearing your name. And a lot of people may wonder, Why am I going off into all these different stories and saying all this in this series? It's so I can get you to realize that poison in small amounts is still poison. Being tormented by a narcissist, even if it's low contact, even if it's a short phone call, even if it's a short encounter with them, they will still try to abuse you. And they will still try to torment you any way that they can. A narcissist is like the devil. 
the devil is sent to do what? Steal, kill, and destroy. A narcissist will steal your personality. They will steal whatever they can from you. They will try to destroy you. And they will kill your character. Some narcissists may try to physically kill you. But a lot of them are trying to destroy you from the inside out. And meanwhile, talk about you like a dog. And then at the same time say, I don't know what's wrong with them. It's like throwing a rock and hiding your hands. The type of narcissist my mother was, it literally felt like, I felt like I was going crazy. I felt like I was in the cartoon where the frog is singing to the guy and he only sings in front of the guy. And then when he gets around everybody else, it's just a regular frog. That's how I felt growing up as a child of a narcissist. There were so many times where I was cursed out, called out of my name, called all types of stuff. And my mom acted like she forgot that she said and did those things to me. While other people reminded her of what happened when she would try to say she didn't remember. In all reality, she just didn't want she didn't want me to remember. She only brought up and would constantly bring up the past, but it was never the abuse that led to the reaction. It was just the reaction to the abuse. For so long, I was so scared of going no contact. I was so scared of speaking up because of the years of the smearing, the years of torment that I went through. The the only problem currently that I was facing that I'm glad that God literally just recently delivered me from was the opinion of others. I've had other people ask me, so are you going to talk to your mother? And the answer is no. To some, they may not understand, and I'm okay with that. But I refuse to be abused or tormented by anyone on any level. I've come a long way in this short amount of time of the healing process that I've started. And I realized that you can't have restoration and also have poison in your life. It doesn't make sense. You can't grow and die. You can't, well, what I'm saying is you can't, you can't expect to move on, create healthy habits, create a healthy environment, create a healthy mental way of thinking and still allow poison, aka abuse from a narcissist in your life, whether it's in huge quantities or small quantities. Abuse is abuse. Torment is torment. And it's all a choice. People that try to tell you that narcissistic personality disorder is something that they can't help or is something that, you know, they abuse because they were abused, it's still a choice. As a parent now, I cannot imagine putting my son through the things that I had to go through. I couldn't. It just breaks my heart just at the thought of it. And then I realized that not everyone is going to think like me, and that's okay. But another thing is, I can't possibly accept abuse and at the same time 
try to keep it away from my son. You see, abuse from a narcissist doesn't stop. It just gets more crafty. It gets more complicated. It gets more wrapped around you. And it gets a tighter grip on you each and every time. If you choose to have no contact, you're choosing peace. If you choose to have no contact, you're choosing yourself over all of the mess that this person has tried to bury you under. No contact for me is a way to have restoration in my life. It's a way to heal. It's a way to move on. It's having therapy. It's having those necessary conversations. It's being around positive people who want to see you succeed. A narcissist will literally hold you back from your destiny. A narcissist will never show you how to save. They will never show you how to prosper. They will never show you how to grow. They will keep you in a bubble of the past. Even if you never were that person, they will label you off as that person and always bring the past to your face and always try to abuse you. Now, you can either settle for that torment or you can go no contact and bloom. Bloom in a healthy, repotted life of restoration. A plant outgrows certain things. When a plant outgrows a pot, it has to be repotted or else it won't have any room to grow. A lot of us have realized what the narcissist is doing in our life and we have the option and the opportunity to repot ourselves into a new environment around new people, around fresh roots and be healthy mentally, physically, and emotionally. But if you allow that narcissist, even if it's every so often, to continue to try to torment and abuse you, you are literally still taking in that poison. And as I realized this, I realized that I don't even want the poison. For me, no contact has not been easy. It, it was hard. It still is, you know, pretty difficult sometimes, especially around the holidays. You know, it's a, it's a work in progress. But don't allow the voices of others' opinions cause you to come out of that no contact, to cause you to go back to the poison, to cause you to still allow a narcissist to have access to you, knowing that no good will come of it knowing that they only seek to still kill and destroy knowing that they're going to torment you why would i go and get abuse from someone knowing that it's abuse does it make it any better or any worse that it's a parent who's the abuser no i will always say abuse is abuse and i've gotten to the point where i no longer I am tolerating torment. I am no longer tolerating the small amounts versus the large amounts. And my prayer today is that you would quiet all the other voices, everyone else's opinions, and look into your life and choose what's best for you. A lot of us already know the answer to that. Don't go back to the things or people that try to kill you, that try to destroy you, that try to manipulate you, that try to control you. Those are not things of God. People who truly are genuine 
Christians who love God will never, never try to destroy you or torment you. Not saying that they're perfect, but they strive to be better. Not just making excuses for why they are the way they are. A narcissist is literally a narcissist to anyone around them. It's like they're a weed, a a poison. So when you're trimming and watering your garden, your mental garden, you've got to look at everything and face the reality of it. It's deeper than just not being able to talk to someone. It's deeper than someone being your parent. So, in your journey of restoration and healing and recovering from narcissistic abuse, realize what you're leaving behind and what you're looking forward to in the future. Certain things and people cannot come with you because they will literally keep you from the very peace you're searching for. They will literally keep you from the very healing you're trying to find. And it works against you. Your prayer for yourself should be that all things work together for your good and that the people in your life will want to see you happy and healthy. Ask God to show you everyone in your life who is a critical part of your life and to show you if they're good for you or if they're bad for you. And always bring this back to the Word of God. Okay? So it's a choice. Have a good day.